I understand dropping something because Shadow of the Doubt was hard. You started to tour, world tour. You know what I'm saying? Not no fucking local tour, bro. You're tell touring the, the tell world. Tell the fans that you're that you're doing another album, Mad Lib. Exactly. So like, you know. Exactly. So so you're promoing already the next one, and you stumble. I can't even finish my tour or whatever. I gotta, I got, I gotta compensate the fans with something. Man, uh, Dead in Hip Hop, I think it's an album. I just know it's EP. a project. EP, it's an LP, it's something. Okay. It's something. Look, man, I was look, I was anticipating this motherfucker right here. Uh, Freddie Gibbs, you only live twice. Man, the first joint that he released as a single, uh, Crushed Glass. I, I knew, I knew it was a problem. Cause I knew when me and B did Shadow of a Doubt last year as a review. How long was he locked up? Oh shit, uh, long. It, it wasn't, wasn't long. long. It, it wasn't, wasn't long. long. He was just in lit was litigation. But he couldn't leave the country. Right? He he couldn't, yeah, country. right. He, he yeah. talked about it on the song too, uh, on Crush Glass, Crush where he says yeah, he paid yeah. bail. He paid 56 grand, and they still locked him up for an extra 30 days. days yeah. So he was supposed oh, to pay. Was locked up. Yeah, he was supposed oh. to pay that money to not, you know, go through all of the litigation and stuff. You know, just pay the fine, get out of jail. Right. Nah, they was like, nah, nigga, 30 more days. With but, his family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I like how in that song Crush Glass, how he also talked about his baby mama Erica, like how she's hard as a brick. I think she that's can, his wife. Or his wife. Yeah, yeah. But he said in the song he referenced her as the yeah. baby mom. But how she came to see him, brought him books and all of that. The way this shit come in, God. Yeah, the first three songs, I was like, shit. You know, it reminded me of Pronto. It reminded me of that EP, like how hard it was. Like he just, just like the first three songs. Yeah, the yeah. first three songs like that. Pronto was a little more focused. That 20, that 20k carry, that 20 was That was hard, but Shit, Alexis? That switch up. No, I mean, these songs were oh, dope, okay. but I'm not saying this is a bad yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, see I didn't say it was a bad album. I'm not saying this, this said, is a you great You only took album. one thing away from this album. I said, that's the one thing that stood out. I guess you can take it that way. Okay. So what's B, I, I already know. How you feel about K. Trinata and Bad Bad, bad not good on Yo. I, when I saw that, I was like, wow, they came up with this sound? Like, that was. What was that? The second Alexis. track. Second yeah, the track. second track. Yeah, the second yeah. joint. Yeah. That's my favorite joint on here. 20 Karat Jesus, I think he's still my favorite shit. Still, that's hey, the that's first track. Right? Yeah, it's the first yeah, track. That shit yeah, hard yeah, as fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's still yeah. my favorite yeah. shit. No, I was just saying, I was just saying. Quarter of Half a brick. I like how you took OJ shit like that and flipped it and made yeah. it harder. Man, look, Freddie. Yeah, that's OJ the Juice Man shit. That, 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 that's like the one song that everybody knows about OJ, but either way, Freddie Gibbs, man, what he's doing with his gangster rap music, I think he, I think he's the best dude in hip hop right now for that gangster rap shit right now. Like his sound, I, I don't know about for, that. for me personally, for me personally, yes, but I, they're obviously on the same level. You know what I'm saying? I, if somebody says J-Rock, they like him better, I'm not gonna argue. J-Rock is up there, for, but for me personally. Freddie Gibbs don't sound angry like that. Freddie right. Gibbs just smooth. Freddie Gibbs has he that is. pimp gangster side. J-Rock has that angry, angry yeah, I've been selling drugs all day and I'm tired and, and pissed <laughs> off and yeah. irritated. Don't piss yep. me off. Yep. And that's what I like about him. Man, I fuck with Freddie because he's from Gary. So a lot of the stuff he be talking about, he referenced West Side Chicago. Chicago. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff he's rapping about, like I, I was, I seen that type of stuff. So I, I fuck with Freddie. Not saying I don't fuck with J-Rock. Because people are may take it like that. No, I definitely fuck with J-Rock. Yeah, no, yeah, he's no, right. No. YouTube. Right. YouTube, because they'll eat your ass a lot. You know another thing mm -hmm. I like about Freddie, I didn't, and I was mad I didn't mention it in Shadow of a Doubt. What? But when I listened to this, it just brought me back to, to it. His hooks are not lazy, man. This motherfucker brings it with the hooks, the bridges, the outros, yeah. the way he flows into another song, how he went from um, 
Andrea the phone lit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that was one song that grew on me actually. Andrea was phone lit. Phone lit? Yeah. Yes. Man, both y'all can walk back to your cars. Why? <laughs> Seriously? Phone lit? I yeah, phone lit was That dope. song was terrible. Nah, it grew on me a little bit. It didn't yeah. grow on me at all. It, it grew on me. That was the and only song in my phone lit. Hell yeah, nigga. That, that shit dope. is that bad. Hard. It doesn't even it, sound it like Gibbs. What are y'all doing? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. I thought on, it was cool. On Shadow of a I mean, I don't too. love it, but I thought it was cool. It grew on me a little bit. You said what? You remember Insecurities? I felt like that about Insecurities, and it grew on me too. Oh no, I like I like it. I know you did, yeah, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Now nah, phone lit was dope, Andrea was dope. I, I like how you. I can see why you didn't. Dope, I mean, yeah, phone lit kind of it took away from the whole entire sound of the album. Like, yes. it, it sounds so out of place. It killed the yeah, momentum. It sounds so out of place. That I, beat is not Freddie Gibbs. And that's, that corny chorus is not Freddie Gibbs. It kind of that shit. No. And I why do you think he made that? Then like, like it sounded like a fucking reach for radio play or some kind mm -hmm. of mainstream sound. The rest of the yeah, the rest of the shit is smooth, but it's still tough. That I, song was just like, I don't I know, you, it did I not feel fit. You. Cause I, I, when I first heard it, Mike, I was like, I was like, damn. I like, this he kind of messed up the mood of this album. Really it just seemed like the more I was listening to it, I was just like. What grew on it? Like what made it grow on you? Like I, what you think? I hate the sound, I hate the, what the millennials you say, the vibe, I guess. It was just like the vibe of the track. It just, I don't know, I did, it just, it sounded cool to me. You I must have like, some chicks over. <laughs> I didn't have no chicks over. It shit just sounded cool to me. This man, is the only I, time I've ever heard a Freddie Gibbs song and said, I don't like this yeah, at all. Yeah. Every other song, even See, if it's not my shit, I get it. there's songs where I'm just like, uh, it, it's not my favorite, uh -huh. but it's not bad. This is I the only time I've ever said, this is a bad Freddie Gibbs song. That song hey, was man, a you know, bad Freddie Gibbs song. He was just happy to get out, man. He well, put something on this was. album. Nah, he was. Keep that I album. think, yeah, I think, I think song. this project as a whole was just like, it's Gibbs definitely like coming out like, hey, I'm, I'm back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back yeah. on the scene. I think Homesick, that was the perfect closer, you know, track of that mm -hmm. album. It was kind of like he, not only he was talking to his fans, I felt like he was talking to his family as well. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, to his daughter, to his wife saying like, you know, I'm home, I'm not going nowhere, like I'm, I'm back and like, here, go, here go this album right here I'm releasing. But I, and I knew when I heard Crush Girl, I said, yeah, because I, I was wondering if he was going to talk about the issue, mm -hmm. about that whole situation. And, and I'm like, yeah, here we go. Andrea was dope as mm -hmm. hell. Amnesia was dope yeah, as hell. Because that's what I like that track because just like on Shadow Die, I think, I think he still is kind of like playing on like his demons dealing with street mm -hmm. life and stuff. So I was like, yeah, man, Gibbs, he going to give you those introspective he type is. of uh, street is. shit, man. So yeah, I thought, I thought the album was dope. I, I, I liked it. I think I like Shadow of Doubt more still, of course. It just really? like a more complete project, I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just more it, complete. Hey, it's just more complete. Hey. Not saying nothing wrong with this one, This though, sounds like it was thrown together, but it's still good. It's still good. It sounds like he, he yeah. kind of just came out and was like, let me just let me, throw something yep, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what yeah. this sounds, but it's still good. It's still, yeah. Like, his he piecemeal shit is still better than other people's shit that they've been taking two, three years to put yeah. together. And you and know I, what's good? He's also showing the versatility of his production style that he, yes. can, he can rhyme with. Because, you know, yes. of course, when we heard him on Mad Lib, people was thinking like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. we can't hear him on nothing else. Shit. Shadow of a Doubt, and yes. then this, yes. it's like, he shows that he's he's capable of MC to rhyme and, 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 and that's the gripe that I have with the Rick Ross project, right? Like, when you hear Freddie in the last three projects, <laughs> he's rhyming yeah. from his, Cold Day in Hell yes, to this. Yes, yeah. his rhyme scheme, pattern flow, everything, cadence, everything is different depending on the beat. The type of production he decides to go on is completely different and he kills it while still staying true to himself. Like, to me, when I listen to Freddie, the, his content hasn't necessarily progressed, right? He has progress as a person so he gives you different perspectives. Go ahead and say why you didn't like the album. I wouldn't say. Go ahead and say no. why it was whack. I wouldn't know. Are you <laughs> mad because he dislogic? <laughs> <laughs> that was a reach. <laughs>
<laughs> and you attacked him hard too. Yeah, he did. Go buy my album, <laughs> bitch nigga. All this. Did Logic ever respond? <laughs> Would you? <laughs> Would you respond? If this man if... done challenged Jeezy. You really think okay, Logic's yeah. gonna say anything? Logic's no, like, you I'm can have that. <laughs> Logic wouldn't change his album again. <laughs> he called it somebody. Everybody. He called it somebody now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for Logic. I was like, man, no, he didn't steal your shit. Come on, no, Freddy. He didn't. Yeah, yeah but it's still, uh, it's still not a good look to be called out like that and you just don't say anything. I wouldn't say anything either, honestly. Right, like, why? It was, just, it, was, it was a reach. Yeah. It was a reach. It was too much of a reach. If it was kind of, sort of, could be kind of. But he kind of, I mean, I, I get you, but he, he kind of. I think he just got caught up in the moment for a hot minute. Yeah, well. I did think the album was, I think it was an enjoyable listen. But I do, I think one of the, the disconnects for me was that if it, the piecemeal part, like it felt like I'm out, I'm going to go in, I'm going to do these songs, I'm going to put this out. Um, as a celebration of me being out of that situation that I was in because you don't know how those things are going to go. You know, for me, what I enjoyed the most is listening to him talk about that situation on, on the actual album itself because I think it was the one time he could kind of venture away from the stuff that you were talking about that he always raps about. So it was like, now I'm going to give you some insight into you know, my mind, you know, state when I was going through this situation where I didn't know if there was going to be a way out. I'm over here, they got books in freaking... You were looking at 10-year bid. Yeah, they got books in German. I don't know if German, you know, and my girl had to come over and bring me books so I can read and stuff like that. And I thought the part at the end where, you know, he shed some light on how he felt about her um, was dope. I do agree with, you know, some of the songs that you guys pointed out. Definitely love the first track, the beat switch up. Like you guys, I had to run over to the, to the damn iPad and I was like, damn, is this the second song? See if it's another song. But it was like, of course, you know, the second part of that song, right. uh, Crush Glass. But I think for me, man, Phone Lit and and parts of Homesick just didn't quite close it enough for me to be in love with it the way that you're in love with it. Yeah, because I don't have anything that I would take off. Like, I love Homesick. I love Phone Lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing on this. Like, he, there was no misstep. There's nothing I would take off, nothing I would change on this. The eight tracks would normally be fine. It just didn't feel like an album. Yeah. It felt yeah. like a, a compilation EP. Like, it didn't feel like it was an album. Like, listening to this, I just, I don't know. It just didn't give me an album feel. Like, Pinata gave me an album feel. Mm -hmm. Shout out gave me an album feel. This doesn't. And that's what I mean by like, that's what I mean like complete. Like I feel like, right. Yeah. You know. Like it sounded like it was on purpose. This doesn't sound like it was on purpose. This just sounds like, I wanted to rap for a minute. I mean, again, the songs are great. Except Phone Lit. The songs are great. But, I don't know, man. It's not really what I was expecting from Freddie Gibbs. I thought he was going to come with that. I did too. I thought it was going to be a focused, full, developed, Album, mm -hmm. but it didn't. It just so this maybe, maybe fire to you. Maybe he said, "Like this was fire to me." Yeah, there were good songs on here, but you're in a situation like your life. Ten years, it's over. If this go the other way, so yeah. when you come out, you want to put your best foot forward. Like when 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 Pac came out, you know what do we get? He came out <laughs> and he lit the fucking world on fire. I wanted Freddie Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs to come out and, and light this bitch up. Cause people were waiting to hear from Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Especially after he, he beat that case. You think he's holding back for bandana? 
He could be, but I mean, he can rap. I think that works to his advantage. Like he can go in, he can fucking rap his ass off. So give him a beat, give him a pen and a pad, and he's gonna give you something that you can, you'll like and you'll you'll enjoy. But, I would rather him just wait then and just put out Bandana. Yeah. Then give me an EP that. I mean, give me the music. Give me the music. And that's I, why I'm doing it. Yeah. People like that. I want. Give me the best music you got. But he could have put this EP out after Bandana. That, that that's cool. E either way, I just my favorite artist. I just want music from him, right? Because it's my expectation that they're not going to give me something whack. This wasn't whack. It's not whack, but it's not the best shit he could do. And and you know what? I I feel coming from that situation. As long as he gave me something and I know something is gonna be followed up by it, I'm fine with no, that. No, that's a bad idea, man. When you Why? Because you've been in jail for the. I'm not. Again, mm -hmm. get this clear. I'm not saying this is whack. Mm -hmm. If you've been in jail for a long. Not for a long time, but for a minute. And your whole 2016 was this situation, you should come out and put an album out that people are just like, oh my god! The fucking Damn. god is yeah. back! Yeah, yeah. but you, but you don't wanna put out an album where people are just like, alright, man, it's cool. But I'm waiting for what's next. We don't need a welcome back. We need a motherfucker. Guess who's back? Guess who's back, motherfucker. And when I say for people like you, it's not in a, in a negative way. It's for fans of Freddie Gibbs who were worried that he may not be able to put out any music. So he wanted to put something out on the streets for people that were waiting. Give him a track. Give him Crush Glass and let him wait. Be like, look, Bandana's coming. Man, He's a Lucy. That been if he hell. just gave Crush Glass, we'd have been cool. That would have been a hell of a rollout. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Because it, it's all he it had talk, to do. He talked about the whole situation. He talked about That's the whole situation that do. went, and then, bam, we wait on M Bandana. That's we know we are waiting do. for that based off Pinata. We are waiting for Bandana. You gotta get that bell money back. <laughs> That's, That's true, too. That's true, too. That's true, too. I understand dropping something because Shot Over That was hard. You started to tour, world tour. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Not no fucking local tour, bro. You're telling, touring the telling world. Telling the fans that you're that you're doing another album with Matt Lair. Exactly. So like, you know. Exactly. So so you're promoing already the next one, and you stumble. I can't even finish my tour or whatever. I gotta I got I gotta compensate the fans with something. But is there any replay value for me with this? Oh, no. there's definitely replay. Yeah, value. come on, you can I pop mean, on. Okay, now you're tripping. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely replay, replay value. Oh, Just delete phone lit off and. The album takes a whole new turn. I'm telling you, because Phone Lit to me, it, it, there's only eight songs, and it's so short. So for four of those minutes, okay. it really messes things up. You take that song you. off, I and I feel like when I listen to this again after I deleted Phone Lit, I was like, it, it felt so much better. I'll try that then. I'll try that, and I'll give my verdict. It's, I'm telling you, man. On, for, and this is the still on podcast. <laughs> This is Freddie Gibbs. Smooth. It is. Gangsta. It is. It's dope, man. But it's just. And I appreciate that because I'm familiar with early Freddie Gibbs, where he was kind of all over the place. Yeah, he was. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. musically. Just but, trying to find himself. Yeah, and I like lane, the fact that he seems to have settled oh, into yeah. who he yeah. is. Oh yeah, he found himself. So you know, I think when he puts out a project, you're not going to get anything whack. Yeah. No. So now it's like, and unfortunately, we just we just do this as fans of music we're just going to compare, compare yeah. them to their previous just work do that. Oh. and you know compared to the other stuff this just 
fell a little fell a little below that. Yeah, I just think this was something that gives one. I think this was therapeutic for him. I think he just wanted to just yeah, you know, a little, talk, a little yeah. jog, a little jog. Yeah, that that that's what he I think personally. I mean, on this shit, he did have lines. Yeah, he did. Yo, when this yeah. thing is nobody's sad. denying that. Being rain, guns, that. and butter niggas got margarine. Yeah. I damn near yeah. threw my phone. When he said yeah. I'm kick, when he said kicking it like like Solange in the elevator. Dude, that was I was like, what? <laughs> when he said, I'm like Grayson Allen, I'm just tripping all my niggas, I said, oh, oh shit. Yeah. You know what I never noticed before? I never noticed how much he sounds like Scarface. That's what you know, Until he made that line as baby, baby Scarface. Mm -hmm. But he said he said that before. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know why now but it clicked. It, but it's but it's not in reference to Scarface the I know. rapper. It's in reference to Tony Montana. I know, unless it's, it's a double entendre. Maybe right. it could be. But when he said it, I was like. He sounds like Scarface. Yeah, I thought the same. And if I went thing. back and I was listening to some of his other shit, I'm like, mm -hmm. he's always sounding right, like right, Scarface. Right, right. But how did I never pick and, that you know, up? And when he, when he, when he had, um, I think I read an interview where he was like, when he had Scarface on Pinata, and he was like, mm -hmm. I, you know, he's like one of the artists I look up, you know, like I look up to so much. I, That's you know, what should. Yeah. So, but even on yeah. Pinata, none of us picked. Right, we didn't, remember. yeah, we didn't, yeah, we didn't, I didn't pick, I didn't pick that That's up. weird, yeah. he sounds like a yeah. lot like Scarface. But like reading the interviews, him talking about him, how important it was him to get Scarface on that yeah. album. I'm like, okay, I'm kind, that of, makes putting, sense. I'm kind of putting, the, you know, connecting the dots. I'm saying, okay, yeah, so that's why maybe Scarface might be a double entendre problem. It might be. Yeah. Either way, yeah, I'm, I'm listening to this shit again. Like I said, yeah, delete that song. Has to I'll, that take, song. I'll take it off and I'll see how it feels after that. Gibbs, man, if you watching? Hey, give me as many projects as you're willing to put out. <laughs> like, as many, dog. Like, your music's dope. Your music's dope. I feel like I hear your progression as an artist. Your ear for beats is amazing, man. I can't tell you to do nothing but just give me more music. That's all I want, just more music. Yes, I think coming from the very first time I've heard you on Cold Day Hell mixtape to now, yes. Real people, your ear for beats is, is great. I love, you can, I love the fact that you can go over some Gangsta shit like Mad Lib shit and then just go with some crazy gospel flip shit, some trap shit, like yeah. everything from shout on what you done shout about and on this project. Yeah, you as an MC you progress a lot and hey, I'm, I can't wait for bandana. Yeah, I I agree with these guys. I, I, I thought it was extremely good. Like I've said, there was just one song that really threw me off. And I think with only being eight songs on this project, that song just kinda it just messed up the momentum for me. But the other seven songs, they're vintage, classic, what we want from Gibbs. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what you do with with Bandana. No one raps like you, man, except for your mentor, which is clearly Scarface. I don't know how I never picked that up before, but that's definitely somebody good to look up to. Anyways, I'm enjoying it. Can't wait for the next project. Yeah, don't let Drake steal your flow. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, this was, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm glad you got out of your situation and that you're back. This was definitely, definitely an enjoyable listen for me. I felt like the last two songs didn't quite connect for me, but I love the sentiment that was expressed in Homesick. But overall, definitely, man, I mean, you can wrap your ass off, you can pick fire beats, and like I said, it was an enjoyable listen, and, and you know, we'll see what, where you go from here, and what comes out next.